There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more. ¿Qué tal amigos? Mi nombre es Roman Rojas y Tremenda Vaina es el podcast donde te contamos cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro historias solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? En el último episodio de Tremenda Vaina te contamos de un muchacho en China que vendió una parte de su cuerpo para comprarse un iPad. ¿Será verdad? ¿Será mentira? Suscríbete en iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify o tu plataforma favorita. También nos puedes seguir en Twitter, Instagram o Facebook. Hey everyone, um, this is a very special episode of Latinos Out Loud, one that we wish we didn't have to be doing. A few weeks ago, we lost a member of the LOL family, a good friend, um, Jose Tibi Toribio, but we just know him as Tibi. One word, you know, iconic, one word, Tibi, like Madonna or uh, Cher or um, Shaggy. But we, we, we love to be, you know, we wanted to do a show for him, you know, to talk about how much we, we loved him. And these are never easy, but we kind of wanted to make this more um, of, a, of a celebration of, of Tibby. We want to celebrate him and, and remember him and, and all the good times that we had with him. And he was a, a you know, a, a really integral part of the podcast for the last two, two and a half years. And... You know, I, I figure we we can just get into it, share some some memories, uh, or and just talk about the per kind of person that he was for us personally, and just for the podcast, and just for everyone that knew him. And um, we're gonna have some other people that knew him as well throughout the show. Any memories of just Tibby as as a person and what he meant to you? Wow. Well, for me, guys, he's he's been heavily on my mind. Obviously, um, this, this is been, Frank. Uh, this is Frank Nibs, by the way. Yeah, this is Frank Nibs. Um, he's been heavily on my mind because uh, last week was the the uh, year anniversary of our hundredth episode, and uh, he worked really hard on that show uh, with all of us. You know, <clears throat> so he's been very, very heavily on my mind. Uh, Cause of that, and obviously, because you know, it's only been I think two weeks since he's been gone, and we all obviously also did our last show at at his house in the Heights. So you know, he's been heavily on my mind. He meant a lot to us. Um, it's a big, big, huge loss for the LOL family, for me at least, you know, and I think for a lot of us. So yeah, um, a lot going through our minds, I would say. And keeping on that show, like he played a really big part as uh, for me on that show too. Like we, he, I, I think me, Frank, me, uh, you and I were both in his house, and like after he was finished helping you with your with your segment, like then I came in and then he was helping me, and it was like he was juggling both. So it was pretty cool how he set that up, and he really he made my segment pop even more. He had the videos hooked up. He kind of like knew. 
he kind of made jokes funnier by just some of the stuff, the pictures that he chose. Um, and that's another, that's a, that's a big part of him. Um, that people that knew him well, he had a really good sense of humor. He was really funny. He had a lot of patience because <laughs> to work with Frank Spiracy was a three-week. <laughs> Frank during that show was like, yo. Programming there. <laughs> Frank was like adding things every day. Like, yo, nah, nah, I kind of want to do Tibby. something. Can we do some claymation, Tibby? Yo, I, all I know was yeah. we had like a meeting. Like this was like three weeks before. And I'm like, okay, cool. And it was like at La Kale, his spot. And Frank is there. He's like, yo, no, no, Tibby, listen. I brought my laptop. I got this going here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool, 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 cool. And like three weeks later, it's still another time in there. So the dude was very, very patient. Um, but he took a lot of pride for that show. And uh, one of the things that I, I, I think that naturally – he was such a humble dude because he has so many different skills. Like he proved his skills with the photoshopping during the live show because of the stuff you, with your segment, Jamie, on me. I didn't even know about it. I thought that Anthony was the only one in our crew that could do the photoshopping. But here he comes. He did the photoshopping stuff. So um, that's one thing that always impressed me was that he had a lot of knowledge and he always seeked it. And he was always able to be that yes man on any type of thing. And um, what's been so crazy is that some of the guests that we've had is through him and they've known him and he's known them for a while. And so even when he had, we had Jonathan Fernandez on the, on the show, he knew Jonathan Fernandez. So it's like he constantly knew a lot of people and a lot of people that had a great impression of him. And I don't think there's a single soul that ever had anything bad to say about him. So beyond the podcast, of course, because, you know, his work will always live on. But I think as a human being, um, even to the point where I got to say this, but like, you know, I got to see some, I didn't have to go to the movie theater because of him. he found a way to find some stuff and send it. And like, you know, he just, he just. All right, let's, let's not get him in trouble. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Yo, like, I, Man, you know, right. he hooked him up. Yo, the FBI can't get him. With some movies that were still in the movie theaters, but you know, I'm there to tell you how. <laughs> <laughs> I felt you know, I, feel, I did, you know you know when you have that you have that friend that's like yo oh you want you want to see bad boy and I'm like oh, you can get it you can get it like, yeah 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 I'm like oh man but I feel guilty but like I right, bet get that shit for me please um but that's the thing about him like I think he has that quality and the 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 fact that he started off uh coming to our live shows when we were doing at Univision to being the sound sound person studying it then working his way up because of the passion and then to hear that he did the same thing for other people like he was that go-to person that would watch a tv show if you were on tv he would record it and then send it to you so you could put it up on social media without asking so this is a man that had a very uh, it was just unlimited about the giving you know, and it's very rare in 2020, especially in the times of social media, me, 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 to have an individual who thought others first. And so to see that is why I say he's an angel, because it's not common for that in this era of time that you think, oh, he invested so much time in LOL. But no, he did it with the wrestling. He did it with everything. He got every time I went to a show, he was there. I remember I went to a Deezus Amaro show. Not saying anything. And there he is going to the Deezus and Meryl show. I'm like, this dude had a hack that he knew every event. Like he, I think he created an app on his phone and he knew <laughs> all our mutual shows and he would know it. And so I think that that goes to show you that 
not that many human beings are wired like him. Um, and he's just a special person. And I think that for us, it was a blessing to have him for two and a half years, a part of the team. And I think that that's the positive, how I see it. Uh, it's a huge loss, but I, I just got to say, like, it's just I'm unmatched in all the time that I've met people, how giving and how self-taught he was. Yeah, I I definitely echo your thoughts on his, like, stake in the creative circle, even just among our comedy friends. And I, I definitely have to highlight what he did for us ladies in the space, too. I mean, this man was at every single hilarious show. He did not miss one. And not only that, but he took the time to take pictures and provide them to us after the show so we didn't have to come out of pocket and pay for a photographer. Like we always knew Tibby got our back and he was going to be there to provide all the images that we need for everything, social media posting, our resumes, our websites. So he was just such a strong, not only proponent, but supporter of us in this sketch comedy and even larger comedy space. And, uh, you know, Tibby, Tibby was so funny. You know, we would be kicking it outside the building, outside the studio all the time. And Tibby always came with jokes and always was like, you know, I have this idea for a segment or, you know, he wasn't afraid to be as creative as possible. And like you said, he dipped into spaces that I don't think anybody who would be concentrating of any in, in any of the spaces that he was in would dare to dip into. Like the editors we know are editors. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know very many people that could be as renaissance as Tibby was. Yo, like from the bottom of my heart, like there were so many episodes. I'm like, yo, how's this Bochincha Bites going to be funny? And just Tibby just knew how to super edit and make it funny. And like, I just thought there were going to be some episodes. I'm like, yo, Jamie just didn't have it. Like, he was not funny. He was flat. And then Tibby just went. Why created this material? And I'm like, that's when I knew the tribute to someone, and you still gotta hit me with some insult. And he was a genius. He just knew how to. I think he took old clips from old Bochincha bites and entered it in, (laughs) and just like Tibby was here, he'd be shaking his head. (laughs) Not cool. Yeah. Well, well my, uh, Rachel, going back to you, I, I heard that, um, you know, talking about all the different circles that he was involved in, but I heard that all these big time wrestlers were giving him all these tweets and all these shout outs on Twitter. I don't know if, you know, Mike and Jamie know about that. Well, but. yeah, look, I was, they had a whole Zoom and I, um, I think our guest uh, in a little bit is going to talk more about that maybe, but they had a whole Zoom thing with him, uh, for him on this weekend. Over 50 people that knew him were there. Wow. And more than half were mentioning how important wrestling was to him and how important wrestling was to that community of friends. Like they took wrestling very seriously and it was kind of, it it was a big deal. And that's how, that's how they kind of be a lot of times that's how they became friends and that's how they, they have so many memories that are linked to that. So he was really a huge fan of it, but I think it was like a bigger thing. It was like, it really meant a lot to him and his life. And, and the fact that these real life wrestlers, um, were tweeting at him because he would go to these events. He would go to like cruises. They had like wrestling cruises before. Before Tibby, I didn't know they had wrestling cruises. 
<laughs> he would Word. go there and and they would know him it would be like one of those things where i i think they would just be like hey tibby you know what i mean and they took pictures and so you went to soft porn cruises which was different but when you heard <laughs> tibby saying it was wrestling ones they were like oh shit that shit exists <laughs> right yeah okay moving on <laughs> i don't know <laughs> any uh, other stories frank well you know the the thing that hurts me the most about Tibby is, you know, Mike and I had this conversation. He has so many plans going forward, you know. Um, you know, Tibby wanted to do a lot of different things. And, you know, when we used to take our cab rides back and back from the studio, he always, you know, we used to talk about stuff and getting out on 181st and Fort Washington and buying our, our food before we go home. He would, we would always talk about his future plans. So that's what I'm left with a lot, you know, what he wanted to do in the future. So that's what gets me sometimes in a downward spiral that he couldn't live out his dream, so to speak. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And you, um, you had some moments where you kind of like, um, he would have a f- perfect 5.0 Uber rating, but you, uh, <laughs> and the Uber rides, uh, reduced it a little bit there. So, yeah. Well, you know, t- it was always the, the, the Ubers were always on the Tibby. So, <laughs> He never liked me to talk to the driver, you know. He always wanted a perfect rating, you know. Frank, Frank always, you know, goes a little overboard sometimes, and always Tibby always. Frank is like, I, I know what I'm doing. I'm a Uber driver. I know what I'm doing. It's like no, wait. Yeah. But no, but I, I think uh, it was one thing too. Like I think eventually he was gonna want to do a wrestling podcast since yeah, the, you know that space needed it. So that's the, that's the other thing about it too. Like you know, to be honest, it's like it's unfortunate that someone that grew a lot with us, you know, have the potential of doing different stuff down the road from what he learned from us and then boom. So I think that's, that hurts. And that's where we're at right now. Right. With this whole, um, this, just this whole environment that we're going on right now. And this year has been really freaky with so many people passing away and so many celebrities. I mean, it started with Kobe. So I think that that's the thing. It's like what I've learned is that we can't take life for granted. And that's an example because Tibby definitely had plans of doing some stuff learning from us, but then combining it with the passion that he's had even prior to us. It's hard also for people that even from Jump Street don't deal well with death. I mean, I don't really know. Does anybody deal well with death? I Like, I never met a person that was like, hey, I'm Rachel and I'm really good with death. So if anybody <laughs> got any issues about death, I dated a girl that was, uh, she worked at a funeral home. She was pretty good with it. Yeah. Okay. Yes. She would. Okay. Well, they people that work at funeral homes have a totally different level of sense of humor. It is, yo, they're on some other level because all they do is sacar sangre y toda esa vaina y entero, and it's like, yo, we only went on two dates because I was like, yo, you're like, this is crazy. But yeah, people that work at funeral homes, they they they're pretty good with it. Well, that's a small circle, so maybe I'll look into that too. But I've been wait. Was she attracted to you because you were you're always stiff on cam on camera? Wait. No, this is before my uh, stiffing acting abilities. <laughs> this is like way before that. There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs. There are tons of body styles to choose from, like the sleek and stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, or the spacious Highlander Hybrid, and the all-new Sienna with more cargo space. Looking for amazing performance? The RAV4 Hybrid isn't just our most fuel-efficient RAV4, it's also our most powerful. 
Whatever your lifestyle requires, a Toyota Hybrid can deliver. The look you want with awesome performance and capabilities. Fill up your hybrid just like any other car. Same fuel, same gas station. The only difference is how much time and money you'll save filling up less often. And of course, every new hybrid is backed by Toyota's legendary quality and comes with a 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty, whichever comes first. Take the next step. Visit toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more. That's toyota.com. Um, slash hybrid. Sorry. She still stays in touch with me and she enjoys your work, though. All right, guys. Uh, let's go to a little commercial break, huh? Just because I've been learning that different religions really concept or think of the concept of death very different. And uh, that may help because if I may speak personally, I'm one of those people that really doesn't do well in these situations. So, you know, you can imagine, I think death has an emotional toll on everyone, but I'm really trying to flip the script and use the education process to figure out how can I commemorate people who I love who are passing more instead of grieving them more. And how can I celebrate them more? So I'm really glad we're doing this for Tibby. And um, we have other people that would like to join us to commemorate and celebrate his life. So uh, if I may, can I introduce our first Zoom crasher for the evening? Yeah. Hi. Hey, Ariel. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Awesome. Awesome. I figured I'll, I'll go on video too. Hey. Yay. <laughs> How's it going? Be shy, bro. Don't be shy. Dude, I'm like my I'm getting I'm like I'm like this right now. <laughs> <laughs> so Ariel, first of all, the um the Zoom the Zoom uh kind of celebration we have for Tibby, right? Uh this Saturday that you that you set up was was great. I mean, it, it was so many of Tibby's friends. Beautiful. His uncle was there, said some stuff and um people were just sharing really like their, their memories about him and how they, how he affected them and, and um, this type of person that he is, you know what I mean? And we all like learn new things about him too from other people. So just uh, t- talk to me about how you felt kind of, you were kind of leading the, I mean, leading it, right? Me and me and my, me and one of my close friends, his name is Jordan. Um, we knew Tibby through college and even after college, like we kept in touch, we got involved in each other's lives. Like, Tibby was uh, one of the groomsmen at like Jordan's wedding. Um, in the memorial, we kind of, I kind of connected the dots. Like, man, Tibby's Tibby's kind of been cupid for a lot of a lot of people at this at this get together. Because there's a lot of people that end up getting married, stuff like that, or like they, you know, he's been a witness to weddings and stuff. And in my mind, I was like, Tibby, man, you you le- like before me, you left before I even got married. Come on, yeah. right? So, <laughs> um, but it was it was a surprise to see that many people. I I I. It's a total shock. I thought it was going to be like 10, 10, 20 people. Nope. We had about like 60 people at this memorial. Wow. Which was pretty insane. Like I wanted to take a screenshot, but then I figured, nah, I'd rather just keep it a little private, you know. But um, it, that, that was something in my heart I feel like it needed to be done. Um, we're in a very unique uh, set of circumstances where we can't go to like, like a funeral, like a memorial and stuff. So there's no way to get that sense of comfort where it's like, you know, you're in the house, you're either indoors or you're not socializing enough. And this was kind of like a big social gathering where it's like, you know, it helps kind of ease the pain a little bit with people that knew him and people that might have the same kind of experiences, you know, with a guy like Tibby. 
So, Ariel, you know, one thing that like really caught me was that, like we were saying prior, was it's like you put so much time in the podcast, and yet you're hearing all this other stuff. As far as like the man had a, t- a way of defying time. Has yeah. he always been like that? Like, and he's always been like he does a lot of stuff, but he's low key. Talk a little bit maybe how he was in college and like like that that essence of him. Oh man, like let me tell you. So Tibby in college, he was well th- think about it th- this way. Like this was like in the early in the late aughts. So this is before like you could stream stuff online and stuff. So Tibby would have a collection of like movies. Right? So he would basically we we'll all meet up in the cafeteria because we were we were like a big part of like a video game club. So he had he had like a really big hard drive where you can carry stuff around for cl- either for class or like you know because he had a laptop as well. So he was like our our go to when it came to movies and stuff. I'm like, hey man, listen, you got you got Crank One. And like we didn't even he's like, just give me your USB stick. I'll see you after class. Come back, <laughs> come back. My USB stick had like had like the movie and a, and a handful of other stuff. Or even even better at the like at the, like at the at the memorial because I know I'm not the only person, but like Jordan even mentioned that uh, there's been times where he'll you'll ask for a specific episode, even the most obscure stuff, and Tibby would give you like a whole season of like shows. So it got to a point where we we call them blockbuster because <laughs> like he had he had all the movies. He, he was the plug. He was like the the, the college plug. <laughs> and then uh, I joked with him one day where. Netflix, this is when Netflix started taking off with the streaming stuff. And I joked, I was like, Tibby, man, they're, they're putting you out of business. You see what they're doing? He's <laughs> like, like, nah, I'm still, I'm still Blockbuster. Like, I still, you know, you have USB stick. I'll load up like five, five episodes or whatever. But uh, Tibby was always, he was, he was, he had a weird sense of like being able to dilute time. Like he, we had 24 hours and like, I don't know, like, I don't know how we both had 24 hours, but with him, it was like 48 or 72. It was like three days worth of like time condensed. Mm. So like, you know, he would handle, uh, he would work on the podcast with you guys. And like, uh, every once in a while I'll send him some memes cause just to keep him occupied, just to make him laugh. And, um, the funny thing with him was whenever I would look for some material to like craft the meme, he was the source. Boggles my mind. I don't even know how, but that's what that's 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 the kind of guy Tibby was. He's mm-hmm. the guy that kind of uh, how they how do they how does my how does how does my mom say it? Let's see get corriente. Like he would just keep things going with you. Like if you if you had if you have if you came in with like a certain amount of energy, he's the one that kept it going. You know, so and a great sense of humor too. Like that's the thing about it. Like he just that sense of humor of his is just like. Well, I had conversations with him where he was like he he still kind of, you know, had a goal of like getting up on stage and doing stand up. You know, what I mean? like he was like I'm still trying to I'm trying to get material, and this was probably like just last year, and we were talking in a cab, and he was just talking to me about how, like he all he needs to do is have a set like what he wants to say, and he he's he would have he was gonna eventually try stand up. So yeah. he had a lot of these like goals and hidden talents even that we don't even. We don't even know that he, you know, they, you know, like, I, like, even at the memorial, like, you know, you have friends that knew him since high school. And, and like, I didn't know even since high school that he had, like, he was into like musicals. And then I, then I, then I look back, right. Cause you start thinking about myself. I'm like, wait, I remember one time I told him that I had gone on a date to go see like Avenue Q and he was curious about it. And I was like, 
he was into musicals. I didn't know that. <laughs> he was just like, oh, it was cool, right? Like with the Muppets and stuff? I was like, yeah, it was amazing. He was like, you like some of the songs? I was like, yeah. You know. <laughs> well, you know, also, again, kudos to you for putting it together, especially in the times that we're at right now. It's, 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 it's difficult, and, and you did an amazing job. You're, everybody is friends, but that goes to show you He's such a giving person that it was easy to give back in the sense of the way he was as a human being. And uh, even the money that was being raised kept getting pushed up, kept getting pushed up because just people just knew. And there's just that energy. Oh man. Like we set up the, the, uh, the GoFundMe, I think like, um, I think like that weekend, like I think either that Saturday or that Sunday and the initial goal was kind of small, kind of modest. Right. And then, uh, by the end of the night, less than 24 hours, beat, beat that goal by a few hundred dollars. And then it just kept going up and everyone kept matching the goal. So I'm like, whoa, what is going on? And like, I haven't even, like, I, I initially posted it on my, on my little on my Facebook group and stuff, but like, I didn't really push it out in my social medias yet. So I'm like, oh, this is going to do numbers by the end of the week. Cause I haven't even made the rounds in, on Instagram, Twitter and stuff. So you know, I was just like, I told, I told his family, I'm like, listen, there's, there's going to be a bit of a tsunami coming. Like, just give it time. Yeah. And that's the thing about it, too. It was a thing that he, if, he, if you met him once, once, he left an impression. So I know exactly. that just to, even, and that's the other thing, too, is like, even the way you shared your energy about him, you didn't have to know him. Where, again, like this GoFundMe proved it. Like, people just wanted to share because that's how great of a person he was. Yeah, and that's, that's one thing that I did want to let his family know. I'm like, listen, like, everybody that Tibby met, no one, had, no one ever had a bad thing to say about him. Like, he got along with everyone. And the amount of people that donated to his GoFundMe and everything, that, that says a lot. That says that the friends, the, all the friendships that he had with all these people were genuine. Yeah. Well, speaking of friendships, we have someone else that wants to say a few words, a good friend of Tibby. Ariel, you're welcome to stay with us and kick it, or you can bounce. It's really up to you. But why don't we bring in fellow comedian and very good friend of Tibby, Julie Tran. Ooh. Woo! Hey, Julie. 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 Hey, girl, how are you? Hi. Hola. Hola. Hello. Julie, Julie got like a really, you can't see if this is obviously a podcast audio, but she has a really cool background. It's just the sky. It's very deep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I want to write poetry, like looking at your background. <laughs> you want to kick it real quick, Jamie? You want to like just free verse it? Go ahead. Uh, maybe after the after show. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Julie, we're talking about memories that we have with Tibby and you know what an impact he left on this world. Um, I kind of alluded to alluded to it earlier um, in just stating how much of a supporter he was for females in the comedy space. But I am so thankful to Tibby because he brought me you <laughs> and I would not have met you if it weren't for Tibby. I mean, maybe eventually, cause you know, you're in sketch comedy, you're part of slap nuts comedy and our circles were bound to, uh, to cross, but I'm so thankful because what we have is special too. So tell us a little bit about, um, you know, your memories or anything you want to say. I mean, uh, he was very 
very enthusiastic and excited about connecting us. Um, I mean, I had wanted to connect with you when I had seen your show back in like, I think it was somewhere up in the Heights on like for a Valentine's Day show six years ago. Um, <laughs> and it was fantastic. But uh, I have a few very distinct memories of Jose. And um, one, when I was going through my, uh, my divorce, um, I had this open document that I was ex uh, that I had shared with my ex at the time because um, he had issues with uh, sharing feelings <laughs> and um, so I figured this would be a good way to communicate and after we finally separated um, I was like I told Jose I don't want to look at that document anymore but I also want to know if there's anything that I should know, if he happens to visit it maybe a week later or something. So Jose was like, no, give me the, give me the link. I'll, I'll look at it. I'll check it every day and I'll let you know if anything, if anything comes from it. And there was a time where there was an entry where like my ex like gave feelings and he was like, well, I don't think you should read it. It's not, it's not important to you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, and then when I got back on the dating scene, uh, I was like, ah, I don't know how to do this. And he's like, well, you could just open up a dating profile. And I said, ah, dude, I don't, I don't want to get random dick pics. And he said, don't worry, I will monitor your dating page. So what he did was he created the profile for me because um, I didn't want to do it, but I did, but I didn't. And uh, he would check my messages every day and gave me the all clear to communicate with anyone who seemed like a nice enough guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds, it sounds like Tibby. Sounds and like uh, I think my favorite was uh, when it came for, um, for my wedding and uh, with my real husband. <laughs> and uh, I said, I'm not having a videographer. I'm just going to have a photographer. I don't. But you know, it's just going to be here and there. And he's like, "No, you've got to, you've got to have a videographer. These are these are moments that you need to to keep." And I said, "Nah, it's no big deal. I've done this before. Yeah, it's fine." But he was insistent, and uh, he took a seat right in the middle of of the floor of my wedding and filmed the ceremony. He, without asking, he filmed our first dance. And he filmed the dance with um, my husband and his mother. These are all things that I did not ask him to do, but he just knew that they were special moments that I would need later on. And um, he's just that type of person to think about that. I've known him for, I wanna say, almost a decade. We connected um, working on a web series. I had written a, a web series and we were just looking for a camera guy and through my friend Patrick, uh, they said, oh, I know this guy who was, who was great with the camera. And Jose comes over and just starts shooting and then offers to edit. And then we just all became the closest of friends. He's, uh, he became a very big part of my life where we talked every day. Like, 
I don't talk to people a lot. I'm not very social. <laughs> um, so it, it's a lot when one of the four people that you communicate with on a regular basis kind of disappears. Um, but that's okay because he's, he's with family now. And he left us with amazing memories that no one can take. And I'm thankful for that. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Tibby was like that even in college. Like, Tibby would just take pictures. And I don't know how, like, I think that's, that's, that's a part of the healing process, like recovering his equipment, things like that. But I'm pretty sure he has, like, hard drives full of photos, memory cards full of photos. Oh, definitely. He was, he was kind of obsessive in a way of just capturing moments. Even, I don't even know how to explain it. Like he took care of so many of the little things that no one really notices until, until you really have a, a thought about it. Like, Oh, you know, he's there, but Oh, he's, he's taking photos and all this stuff. You think about that later on and then you realize, yeah, Tibby, Tibby took care of it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Okay, go ahead, Julie. Oh. Well, real quick, I was going to say, not for nothing, it takes a lot of confidence for somebody to volunteer to do these things for people. Like, I really respect Tibby's confidence and outlook on life and that, yo, I could do this, so I'm just going to raise my hand and be like, hey, I could do this and then do a good job and, all right, see you at the next one. I don't know anybody else like that, uh, but please continue, Julie. Oh, um, well, I was just <laughs> going to say that, so between myself, him, and uh, our friend Patrick, Sometimes we'd send each other photos or even small, just like snippets of videos of ourselves. And uh, Patrick's just collected a bunch of pictures and small videos of Jose to respond as memes now. So like there's one of him on a pillow just going, no. So now whenever we just disagree with uh, something, we just post that little video of him. <laughs> and it's uh, it's really nice to have have him as as a gift. <laughs> yeah. And um, we were talking earlier just about how much of a gift he was to so many different circles, including the wrestling circle. And we had a wrestler on the show, and she wanted to pop in and showcase her feelings for Tibby. So let's welcome back to the Latinos Out Loud podcast, Marty Bell, people. Yeah. Hey girl, how are you? Probably move this glass, this glass bottle out of the way. <laughs> well, what's in it? That's what I want to know. <laughs> it was a bottle of wine that I polished off this morning. So, uh, wow, it's always, nice. it's always wine time. You know, Cheers. it's five o'clock. You're like drinking. I'm drinking water now. All right, snooze fest. Well, welcome. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you guys doing? We're together, which is beautiful. We're now like a complete uh, rectangle with nine of us. Oh, this is so uh, a nice. Brady Bunch. It's adorable. Um, but we are reminiscing on our dear friend, Tibby, who w is basically becoming synonymous with the topic of wrestling. So maybe you can share with us a little bit about your, from your POV, what's going on. So it's pretty crazy. And first of all, thank you guys for including me in this. Uh, thank you, uh, Ari, for have, being the one who contacted me and let me know uh, the unfortunate situation. And uh, I said it the other day, I, I when I joined in on the on the Zoom you guys had for his memorial, I felt like it was weird because I felt like a stranger 
you know, in an aspect because so many of you guys had known Tibby for so long and had, you know, been to high school with him, been to college with him. I know several people said that they were, he was the reason that they were married, that had children, all that. And so I felt like, you know, I've, I've only known him for, or I'd only known him for maybe less than two years. So I felt like, you know, it was such a small thing, but it was so cool listening to everybody talk about him. And I think the, the biggest thing I took away from everything is that whether you knew him for 10 years or you knew him for 10 minutes, he made you feel so special and he made you feel like like you were so important and that's what I got from him um I met him when I did the podcast um the Latinos Out Loud podcast and I think he just messaged me afterwards and he was like hey nice to meet you I took some pictures here they are blah blah, blah. and I was like okay cool whatever and then I found out he was a big wrestling fan I started seeing him at uh, at our shine events in Queens and I think what so many people, it, it was just so crazy listening to people talk about it because I was like, oh, like I experienced that in two years, like, you know, where he was like, he helped me with my reel, he helped me with my acting reel. And it was crazy. I never, ever, ever had to tell him, hey, I did a new project. He would message me and be like, hey, you did this thing. I just saw a post for it. It's in the Dropbox. Let me know if you want to update it. And sometimes it'd be stuff where I'm like, no, like it was like a little small. He's like, no, I, it's in the Dropbox, whatever you need. I got you, I got you. And I think that that was like the most, that to me was like the most special thing because, you know, I'm like, ¿Y quién soy yo? like he doesn't even know me. Like, why is he doing, you know, so sometimes when people are nice to you and you don't know them right away, you're like, okay, why? Like, what do you want? What are you going to ask me for? And he not once asked for anything other than, hey, what's up, how are you doing? Like, that was it. Like, he was doing every everything he ever did was just out of the kindness of his own heart. And I feel like, like I said, it's crazy to me because I feel like, you know, I, I barely knew him. And here was this complete stranger just doing all these nice, sweet things. We did uh, a fundraiser for uh, NF. We did this big, big fundraiser. And we're trying to raise a bunch of money. We had, like, we set a very, very hefty goal in a very small amount of time. And I remember he messaged me and before I even had a chance to respond to him that like I was emailing everybody as they donated, thanking them. He was like, Hey, you know, I donated this morning. And I was like, yes, thank you so much. I saw that. He's like, well, is until when do we have to donate? Cause I'm going to, I'm going to send it out to all of my friends. So they all know. And I'm like, dude, like, thank you. Like he, he could have just been like, all right, cool. Here's my, here's my money. Like whatever. But he, went out of his way to make sure that other people also got involved. And it was just, it's the more I listened to people talking about him on Saturday, the more I was like, holy shit, man. I'm sorry, I don't know if I'm allowed to curse, but like, holy shit. We should, like, there was just so many things where I'm just like, that's the kind of person we should all aspire to be, you know? If your friend moves, is in the military and moves to Japan, text them check in on them and it was just so many story after story and I was only in the chat for like a half hour and even then I was like damn like that's that's crazy and that's that's just I feel like just such a such a testament of who he was and obviously who he continues to be even though his his body may have left this earth but obviously I don't I don't I don't think anytime soon anybody's gonna forget all the amazing things he did for for complete strangers like myself <clears throat> wow it's very beautiful yeah. thanks for sharing that it it's so, so 
<laughs> yeah, it's a you lot. You need more wine. You need some more wine. I think so. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta go get some more. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot, especially in like to your point. Um, hearing the stories, it just kind of echoes throughout your soul. Like, oh yes, my my thought was right. He was an angel on earth. Like it just goes to show you. And where did he get the time? You guys, I don't fucking That's, that I think is another thing that really, really blew my mind was when everybody was talking about all the things he did. And it's like, how, how did, cause he even told me one day, one of the last conversations we had, he asked me if I needed help with my reel again. And I was like, no, I'm good. Um, I have a Patreon account. So he was like, if you need help editing videos or you need, you know, to put anything together. And I was like, no, I'm doing all right. Like I'm, I'm, I'm like slowly learning. So I'm like, no, I'm good. I, I think I'm good for now, especially with all right now, all we have is time. So I was like, no, I think I'm good. He's like, yeah, right now I'm working on something for, uh, for T's, one of the guys in, um, uh, in, uh, in AEW, uh, who's another New York guy. And I'm just like, Damn, that's crazy. And I know that he was, he told me he had taken on a bigger role at, at the podcast too, doing more stuff there. And he had a full-time job that he was still working at. It wasn't like, you know, a lot of us are able to stay home and kind of, we're, I'm able to work more on my, on my website kind of stuff because, you know, I'm not doing shows right now, but this is a guy who's working full-time, who's doing stuff with the podcast, who's reaching out to people to see, like, did he get a few extra hours in the day? Like, did his day have 26 hours and all of us had 24? <laughs> I think that was really another thing that just made me go like, but it just shows you like when you, when you want to do something, you will find time for it. I think that's one thing. Um, I, unfortunately, I don't know everybody here on the chat, so I don't know how, you know, what your relationship was with him and stuff. But I feel like what I've gathered from everybody is that he made time for people. And that's something that I think we all need to take away from this. When we all go back to our busy lives, our busy schedules, we're working, blah, blah, blah. Take the time. It doesn't, it takes you five seconds to shoot a text off and be like, Hey man, how are you doing? Hey, do you need something? Anytime he saw that I was in New York and I was posting Mangu, he's like, yo, I'm there. What's up? What, what are you doing? What are you cooking? You know? And I feel like that's so important. And we forget about that when we're living our busy lives. And, but I also think on the other side, it's important to know that there are friends that don't hold that against you. That when you hit them up and you're like, yo, what's up? They're like, oh, like no time has passed. And I feel like that's also something that he was very, very good at. He didn't make you feel guilty about not having text back right away or not having. It was like, yo, everything's good. Everything's chill. You know, it's so funny. I, I never said this before, but um, anytime I was on like a TV or anything like that, Anthony Palmini, shout outs to him, would be my go-to guy to like cut it up and send it so I could put it on Instagram. And Tibby took that job away. Like, literally, I'm like, like, uh, there was one, I think one of the last times, Ant would be like, yo, you want me to do that? I'm like, nah, Tibby already did it for me. And it's like, <laughs> yo, just like how we were saying, like, how does he have the time? And like, I felt bad. I had to break it to Anthony. I was like, yo, Ant, I know you're my go-to guy, but yo, Tibby took your job, bro. Yo, you already did the edit. I got it already. So it's true. And one thing I didn't get the opportunity to say prior was that even we did Hente um, of Thrones, which was really warm out. We had to walk all over Fort Trident. And here's a man that did not make a peep, no complaining, nothing. We had to put him on a stepladder because we wanted to make him like he was like seven feet tall. And he never complained all day. And he did his thing. And even that, he was just so professional and so on point. 
And he had some of the most memorable parts in it where he was just such a natural, even when it came to acting. So I have to just say that before I forget. Even was, uh, he had a little bit part in the, the thing you just posted. Uh, With the wrestling. Week. Yeah. And guess what? And so that was cool seeing him in there because I didn't even know he was in that and just seeing him kind of have fun in the background. But that was, that was him nice the ring. He was the one who hooked it up. He was the yeah. one that contacted that wrestling thing that I didn't even know. He, he messaged the, me. Did you guys end up shooting in the Bronx? At, yeah, at we shot at the Yeah. He hit me up and he was like, hey, do you know of any places? And I was like, yeah, I have this place, this place. Like, these are the people that I know. And I think that's how he ended up talking to Santana and Ortiz. And that's how he ended up. That's another thing. Like, I feel like he was, it was so easy for him to like make friends. Like, you know, that could have been a relationship yeah. where he was like, hey, man, we're going to use your ring. And that's it. And it ended there. But he ended up doing, you know, doing editing work for doing stuff for him. I feel like he was also really good at seeing what people needed. And like, I didn't even I, I knew I had to put a reel together. And I knew that I had to like, you know, work on that. And it, it wasn't something that I, it was like pressing on me. And so when he asked me, he's like, can I help? I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. Like, here's a few things that I have in mind. He found videos and like links on YouTube links. He's like, well, I couldn't find it here. So I found it here instead. I downloaded it. And I was like, oh, really? Like, I'm like, yo, he put more effort towards my projects than I put towards my projects. I'm like, <laughs> how? Like what? And I think that's also like, um, I think it, his uncle was talking when, when he jumped on, on the memorial uh, Zoom that we had the other day. And one thing he said is like, also, when you have a friend like that, don't wait until they're gone to tell them how important they are to you and how much they mean to you. Cause I feel like sometimes when someone's a constant in your life, it, they're there. You're like, Oh, whatever. Like, Oh, I'll text him tomorrow. Like, don't. And I, I learned that I unfortunately learned that I had a friend who passed away a few years ago and a few days before he passed away, I remember seeing one of his posts on Instagram or on Facebook and I went to comment on it and I was like, no, it's whatever. I'll just hit like it. I was like, and then after he passed away, I was like, fuck, man, I should, have, I should have told him how proud I was of him and how cool it was. And I think that's also very important is don't wait till your friends are gone to tell them how important they are to you. I've been drinking today. I, I'm, I'm good now, but, like, this morning, it's, <laughs> it's like airport rules. Nothing counts. And I was, like, I was talking to my friends, and I told, I, I told one of my best friends, I was like, it's not because I'm drinking, but I love you, man. Like, I love you, and I miss you, and I can't wait to see you, and I'm so excited. And I think that's something that we all really, that's one thing that we need to take away from this is don't wait. Don't wait to tell your friends how much you love them and how important they are to you because you may not get that chance. And it's so cliche, like, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. But it's true. And I feel like, unfortunately, with this situation that we're all living right now, it's happening more and more. Like, we're, we're not getting that chance to say goodbye to people that we love. And, and you never know when it's going to be. So don't wait. Like, just tell people how much you love them and don't be afraid to say it. Well, well I don't want to I don't want to have to say goodbye, but we do have to wrap this episode, this tribute episode to our dear friend. Uh, so we definitely want to thank Ariel, Julie and Marty for joining us um, and expressing such beautiful sentiments and helping Jose's memory carry on. Um, and we love you guys. You know, we're fam. We're here for you, too. And if something pops up and you want to talk about it, let's just do what you guys are all saying. Be there for each other. 
Word. I'm, ex- I'm excited yeah. to get back to New York, and you and me, we're gonna we're gonna do the best two woman wrestling show that there ever wow. was. Wow, Rachel, you're I'm gonna get in the ring. Rachel's getting in the ring, y'all. What do you think I'm working out for, people? What do you think I'm trying to lose all this weight for? Because I need to get in a fucking wrestling outfit and wrestle Marty Bell. <laughs> I always saw it's Rachel. So you I always saw, first. I always saw Rachel as like a, one of those managers from back in the day. <laughs> we we you're going about down. it, but like. Uno relaja, relaja. You keep joking and joking, and all of a sudden she's like trying spandex on, and she's like, "I don't know what's happening." So we'll see. It's gonna be. Well, fun. I already picked out my color theme, so get ready for it. A lot of fuchsia. Lot she's of the per- fuchsia. Yeah. Rachel's the person that like like hits the referee when like no one's looking, and like. And- I'm into it. I'm, all, I'm into it. I, I'm digging it. I'm 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 picking up what you're putting down. So. Yo, Thank that you guys was so much, much for fun. Which is the one? Which is the type that she'll have her two her two sons are in the ring and they're like beating up people in the private. And he's like, "Wow, what are you talking about? <laughs> Pay attention!" Like, kicking them in the kneecap because they're toddlers and they can like reach people's kneecaps. It's a good move. I'm all about it. So, thank and you guys for having me. Thank you. Thank awesome. you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. All right. Well, that episode was somewhat hard for us to record, but we hope you enjoyed our tribute to Tibby. And we thought it would be a beautiful thing to leave you guys with a snippet of who he was through his own voice. So, hey, guys. uh, My name is Tibby. Hi, Tibby. 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 Hi. What do you do for the show? What do you do? What Tibby, I do, what's your sign? What's your sign? What's your sign? I, I am Where do you Leo. live? What's your sign is most important. I am a Leo. I live in Washington Heights. Leo Wait, when's your birthday? August 9th. Yay! Yeah. Wow. Leo season! Wow. wow. So I just turned uh, 34 now. So. Congrats. Congrats. And now what do you do for the Latinos Out Loud podcast? Nothing. No, I'm just kidding. So, uh, <laughs> we'll that. That's not true. That's I, what Mike said. And I was like, no, you know, he does a lot more than that. I, I, pre- I pretty much kidding. I, I pretty much edit the social media content. So I do the promo videos, promo photos. And here and there now, I got a new uh, job in uh, doing the editing for the show. Yeah. Nice. Thank so, you so much, Tibby. So you know, the things been, we, yeah. Tibby, there was about a while, 107 episodes that I had to listen to. And, you know, the day yeah. after the, it's, it's Yo, thanks, Tim. Thank Yo, you so Mike much. Is less, yeah. Mike is more I relaxed. Am, He's very I relaxed. Am so He's, relaxed now. Thank you for giving me that power of not <laughs> sleeping. Um, <laughs> Yes. Also, thanks for cutting out any editing out any like things that we regret saying. Yeah, yeah. right. Because we know it right when we say it. I'm sorry to be, but thank you for doing that. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> and talk about your growth, Tibby. So, so um, I'm 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 proud to say that I'm I'm like one of the OG listeners of the show. Mm. Right. Um, I always hit up Rachel when I was listening to the show and everything mm-hmm. else, and I've always wanted to um to visit and see how the show goes. Next thing you know, the, they moved to the Univision building. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, I'm like, Rachel, like, can I go one day? She's like, oh, I'll let you know, I'll let you know. And the next thing you know, uh, Mike hit me up and I officially went to some of the recordings and stuff. What was your first episode that you came to visit us? It was very before the Curly episode. Okay. okay. Uh, I, I think it, it might have been Andre Veloz. Oh, ah, yeah. Maybe. Good one. one. Yeah. So, um, and it was great. Like, it, it, like it was great to see you guys in action. Uh, and then next thing you know, more and more, I got, I got to see Meryl live and everything else. Yeah, like, I'm like, you know episode. what? I, I want to be. I, I want to be into this. And next thing you know, the next season rolls around. There was one time where everybody's confused. Like, who's gonna do the promo photo? Like, who's gonna do the <laughs> promo video? And then I just said out loud, 
I'll do it. So so th that's how it started. I, I started doing the, pro the promo videos and the promo photos. My growth is, is great. I, I got to do a keynote for the live show. Yes, With, with Lin-Manuel fucking Miranda. Yes, yes son. Awesome. Graphics editor for yes. an episode with Lin-Manuel Miranda. It, it, it was a great... Put that on your resume. It, it was a great experience. Even though I spent nine hours on a certain video with uh, Frank. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we remember that. The yeah. infamous. The infamous. <laughs> no, well, but, well, nine but, hours is pretty good. Yeah. No, but, but, it, but it was a good experience all around. Um, I appreciated everybody that, you know, gave me props and everything else. Uh, it was great doing the Photoshops. It was nice to have. Yo, to be, <laughs> and I thanked them on the show. I was like, yo, dude, your Photoshops are insane. He kept emailing me some funny ass shit. And I was like, all right, okay. So, Tibby, we're going to keep this uh, a consistent thing going over here with accountability. Right. We have a podcast. You are part of the team in the podcast. Right. What about you? When are you going to be coming out with your podcast? There's so many ideas in my mind that I want to do because, for one, um, I, I am a wrestling fan. Uh, so, yeah. so I want to incorporate because there's not a lot of uh, Latino wrestling podcasts out there. Mm -hmm. But um, the wrestling and and like the, the Latino world is so vague because the main wrestling company is not so good with the Latino wrestlers. I'm still learning new companies here and there, so I want to incorporate all that into one podcast and then hopefully. Do what you guys did for the Latino space. Get right. it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Body slam that shit. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. But thank you guys for giving me the opportunities they gave me. I'm learning. I'm still I'm still learning. I'm I'm learning how to do more editing. So that's it's great. Excellent. Nice. It's great. Thank Makes you. me so happy. Yes. Woo! Time for Tibby. Here. Thank you. Tibby. And nice. Tibby, by the way, is so ride or die. Like he supports everything we're doing here at the podcast, but then our individual stuff. Like, just so you guys know, he's been at every comedy derailed show. Right. He comes to Room 28 shows. That's right. He supports us in our endeavors across the board. Like I said before joining the team, if you need my help in anything, I am there. And so far, I think I'm pretty good at that promise. We love you, I think so. We still got to go so. to your house and... Um, Eat a home cooked Listen, listen, listen. Yeah, you keep I'm inviting so, us. So, 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 I can't toot my own horn, but I think I can. But I'm a pretty good cook, and I want you guys to come over to my house one day, you know. Let's get this potluck popping, though. Let's get this dinner yes. party going. Oh, it's not that type of dinner party, though. Right? Here we go. <laughs> that was terrible usage. <laughs> terrible. Yeah. Terrible. I think you dethroned me right there with the worst <laughs> Terrible. You it's going to get better. It's not going to get better. You saved it's me. It's not going to get better. You're right. There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more.